0: Don't ever let go of stopping and asking yourself, what is my why? What is my motivation? What is my, you know, reason for doing this? Because you're on a journey, you're making meaningful life changes, and that is all part of the evolution, right? Because remember, we're doing things that not everyone is doing. You're ahead of the curve. And so one, you're a leader. Two, you have all of this great insight um, that not everyone else has. So it's really, really great that you are taking these steps. You are on this journey. And so again, you know, pat yourself on the back. I think that you're doing great. I think you've got this and I believe in you. Welcome, non-toxic mom. Today's episode is going to help you make healthy choices, live more intentionally, and overall enjoy this amazing ride called motherhood. Let's get started. Coming up on today's episode of the Non-Toxic Mommy podcast, I'm going to share with you the first of three big mindset tips. This is possibly the most important thing you can do to set yourself up for success in your non-toxic living journey. So do this before you swap out any products or make any lifestyle changes. Hello, hello. Um, Would you agree if I said that chemicals are a normal and accepted part of daily life in America? we live in a modern world, right? And there are basically chemicals all around us. It's kind of an undeniable fact once you really start to look around. But did you ever stop to think about how chemicals and and toxins and unhealthy habits are so normalized? Like they're literally part of the fabric of American society. And it they're considered normal and baseline. So for example, there's like daily consumption of processed foods. There's a McDonald's, there's a Starbucks on every corner. When you walk into a grocery store, you find it filled with unhealthy products. That's what makes up the most, you know, most of the aisles in the grocery store, right? Processed foods. They make up the bulk of the products on the shelves. They contain unhealthy ingredients in in so many different product categories. Um, You're going to find corn syrup, food dyes, nitrates, and so many additives And things just made with poorly made ingredients. Then you have makeup and skincare products that are filled with toxic chemicals in the name of beauty. Our lawns are sprayed with chemicals and that's normal. And then for kids, like beginning in childhood, they start seeing ads for fast food and it's totally glorified, right? Like the pizza and the burgers and the fries and the wings. And then they go to school and the teachers give out processed foods at snack time because that's what they think kids eat right? And they get candy at parties. And it's just such a normal part of what happens, you know, at school and in daycare and things like that. And then, you know, even for kids and adults, these unhealthy attitudes, these bad habits, they're just normalized on TV. It's kind of like it's just an assumed part of culture, right? And this even goes for kids shows. So what I'm trying to say is like, there's so many toxic and kind of unhealthy habits and they're just kind of perpetuated through society, right? Like it's just assumed these things are normal. It's ingrained. And as an individual or as a family, like you kind of start to realize at a certain point like it's coming at you from so many different angles. So, when I start to kind of slow down and question things, I sometimes feel like I'm in my own version of the Truman Show. So, it just feels like there's a lot of, you know, pervasiveness in in regards to like this toxic culture bad habits you know poor eating habits and whatnot it gets really just part of our culture so i think it takes a strong-minded person to go against the grain to think for yourself and really to do things differently. So first and foremost, congratulations. You are that person, and I think that's amazing. It's good to be a free thinker. It's good to do things differently when you start to find out the status quo isn't working for you. It's not going to work for you. You don't accept that. So that's a good thing. Now, I'm sure you would agree with me that it's just a lot easier to go with the flow and participate in mainstream living, right? Like, at least in the short term, it's easier to just participate in you know, unhealthy habits, eating tons of fast food. And, and don't get me wrong, I do eat fast food. I'm not saying that that's like, I'm not trying to encourage full avoidance of anything here. But like just comparing mainstream living kind of the daily life to the non toxic, clean living lifestyle that we're striving for, I think you would probably agree with me that it is so much easier and so much more accessible to just go with the flow use the products that are at the store, buy the Clorox, buy the Tide, eat the McDonald's all the time. It's easier, it's cheaper, and it's accessible, right? You certainly don't have to think as hard or make as many hard decisions. So like I know for me, I would rather not have to pay extra for my products, my cleaning products and things like that. I don't want to have to read product labels at the store. I wish everything were just clean and healthy and and good for me, right? I'd also rather just eat like fast food all the time and not have to cook or not have to plan ahead and meal plan and all that stuff. Like, I don't wanna have to worry about these things. I don't wanna be thinking when I'm walking to the park with my kids, like, oh, did the HOA spray here today? Are those flags on the lawn there? I don't really wanna be thinking about these things, like at all. That would be my ideal scenario, but that's not really the reality that we live in. A lot of this is also because companies cut corners And chemicals are cheap and effective. And when they put them in our food, they're addictive. Um, So for so many reasons, like they are literally everywhere. And sometimes it's easy to say like, I envy someone who just does whatever and lives a mainstream life and they seem to be totally fine. They buy whatever products they see at the store. They don't give a second thought about chemicals and toxins and they're, you know, cleaning their kitchen with Clorox and all this stuff. They seem to be happier than me or they seem to be happy. They seem to be totally fine. So for me, the problem with that is like, I know I can't go back to living that way. I just simply know too much and and you might be in the same position. I know what it was like. And I know what my health was like when I used to line up at Taco Bell every day, almost every day, or wear tons of like, you know, Mac and and Chanel makeup, all the, you know, designer makeup brands. But over the years, like I've learned about the impact that this had on my body and on my family. I just could never go back to that kind of careless, you know, lifestyle that I used to live. So I didn't really choose the non-toxic living. I guess that's what I'm trying to say. Like non-toxic chose me. But I also think that it's, it's kind of important to recognize that like people don't necessarily want to spend the time, have to work harder. Pe- you know, no one really wants to have to turn over a product at the stores. We would love for everything to just be good for us or acceptable at the very least. But that's not really the reality. So we do this for a reason. And again, because once you know better, you're called to do better. Once your eyes have been opened to how chemicals can affect hormones, cause illness, cause that brain fog, make you so tired, and just overall mess with your good health and your families, you really can't ignore it. So you probably feel this tug of like, oh man, I need to get these chemicals out of my life, but it's, it's not necessarily easy to go against the mainstream. It's harder, I have to order my products online or I have to spend more time reading labels. I have to work a little harder to get that you know, soy sauce that I wanted or that whatever because it's not the one at my grocery store is not that clean, it's not that healthy. So change isn't necessarily easy. It's worthwhile, but it's not necessarily easy. So one of the best ways to commit to something, to commit to a goal, you have this goal of like, cleaner living, creating a healthier environment for your family, creating a lifestyle that's sustainable is to really understand why you're doing this. So knowing why you're doing this, why you're, why bother? you know, Why bother when it's so much easier to not care? Knowing that why is going to make you so much more successful in, in reaching your goals and in, in sticking through it when it might get hard or even just starting. Knowing what is motivating you is going to be so powerful. Part number one here is I want you to identify why are you even starting this? Why are you even doing this? Even if you're far ahead in your non-toxic living journey, it is still good to just kind of take a step back and say, okay, why does this matter to me? My journey began when I was ready to become a mom and I had this kind of like aha moment of realizing that, okay, my choices are gonna affect my baby. So given that my choices weren't that you know, thoughtful or intentional or careful or healthy up until that point, that kind of scared me because I knew I wasn't making the right choices. I wasn't eating the right things. I wasn't prioritizing my health. I actually just took it for granted. I mean, I was young. I I didn't really think about that stuff. And so for you, again, I think no matter where you are in your journey, just pause and reflect on why this is important to you. So starting to understand your why, what's going to motivate you to make these changes is a really, really good place to begin, it's a really good part of having the right kind of mindset to set yourself up for success. So here's some thoughts, like what, what exactly is motivating you to make these changes? Are you experiencing a life change? Like maybe you're moving and you feel like you want to kind of start fresh with a whole new, you know, mindset, a whole new set of products and things like that. Are you pregnant? Do you feel like, okay, now's a good time for me to make these switches? Or are you just thinking ahead? Like, oh, I want my kids to grow up with a really, you know, natural environment. I want them to have a slower lifestyle. I want them to have, you know, only the best products and and really just set them up for success in that regard. Or are you already at a point where like something isn't working? You know, maybe your little one has eczema or your child has meltdowns after eating certain foods. Is this what might be motivating you to make some lifestyle changes? You know, does someone you know have a diagnosis that's causing you or inspiring you to make some healthy lifestyle changes? Or do you just have this kind of like nagging worry about something? Like there's something that I think I should probably start paying attention to. um, And, you know, you kind of want to listen to that, that little voice inside. Um, So I think take a moment and just reflect on what's motivating you to make these changes. Why do you want to make healthier choices for yourself and your family? And really just understanding that, that Motivating factor for you is a big, big step to take in the very beginning. And again, if you're further ahead in your journey, just pause and think, okay, why did I start this and why am I still going with this? Okay, so try and answer that question. Step two is I want to take this a little bit deeper for you. So once you've answered the question of what's motivating you to go non toxic and you've identified your why, I think it's great to dig a little bit deeper so you can really understand the true motivating reasons, um, because sometimes just going a little bit deeper, peeling that onion, you know, you're gonna get to something that maybe surprises you. So one of my favorite tools, one of the best ways to do this is um, a process called the seven whys, that's whys like W-H-Y-S. And I don't wanna exaggerate, but it's kind of mind blowing. It's a really cool tool and you can apply it to so many different parts of your life. So the seven whys is a technique. And it explores the subconscious and underlying reason behind something. So it could be like a problem. Why why are we having this problem? It could be a belief. Why do I think this this thing? Why do I believe this to be true? Or it could be a worry, for example. So the premise is that you start with a problem or a statement and then keep asking why until you get to the real root cause of the issue or the problem or the belief. It also doesn't have to take seven whys. And sometimes you can get to the root cause, the 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 you know the root in two or three or five whys. But the whole point is that you want to break past surface level thinking and get to a deeper understanding of what's going on. Um, so I first learned about this when I was working at Amazon. And it was used in a way where our senior executives would ask us questions to help us diagnose a problem or really get to the root cause of an issue. So for example, um, imagine a conversation between like a sales associate and her manager where the employee says, okay, I didn't hit my quota this month. And the sales manager says, why? And the employee's initial response is, well, I didn't sell enough widgets. So I didn't hit my quota. But then the manager asks her again and says, why? Why didn't you sell enough widgets this month? And it turns out that the employee is actually nervous about making sales calls. She doesn't like getting on the phone with her clients. Through more questioning, they get to the root cause of the problem, which is that she feels awkward on sales calls. And they realize that she doesn't have a kind of script to work from. So the manager helps her make a script for her calls. And that basically addresses the root cause of the problem, which is that her phone calls aren't going very well. And she just needs some kind of like a, you know, a list, a roadmap or a script that she can use. Okay, so that's like a business example. Another example would possibly be like, okay, you know, imagine a conversation between two mom friends that starts with one mom saying, oh my goodness, Jackson has been so hyper lately and he isn't going to bed until 9 p.m. And they just keep talking and keep kind of digging into this until Jackson's mom realizes that the preschool ran out of the snacks that she had sent him and he's been getting, you know, snacks at at preschool with tons of food dyes and gluten, which he's sensitive to. So then her root cause of the problem is not that that's just Jackson's personality. It's actually that something was agitating him and he was acting out. He was re- reacting to what was going on in his environment. So she sends him the snacks and the problem is solved. So it's really not just about accepting a problem or a belief or something at the surface level. It's really about like, you know, digging a little bit deeper. So back to our why. Why are we going into, you know, why are we pursuing clean living? Why are we doing the things that, you know, other people might think are, you know, unnecessary? Why are we doing things that might seem harder than just going with the flow? Um, So for me, as I said, my why began when I wanted to get pregnant. And I didn't really think about it much deeper than that at the time. But if I had done the seven whys, it might have looked like this. Um, And this is me having a conversation with myself. So I might say, well, I want to, you know, reduce the chemicals in my environment so that I can get pregnant. And then I would ask myself, why? Well, so that I can get pregnant and have a healthy baby. And then I would ask myself, well, why wouldn't you be able to do that anyway? And then I would answer by saying, well, self, I spent the first 25 years of my life, you know, just doing normal things, eating junk food and, you know, taking antibiotics and and medication and not really... Um, living my cleanest life. And then I would ask myself again, why does that worry you? Um, And my response would be, well, I'm worried that my past habits won't allow me to have a healthy baby. And I couldn't live with myself if I got, if I couldn't get pregnant because of that, or if my laziness were to affect my future baby's health. And there you go. It's kind of like, whoa, I didn't even realize I was carrying that much weight on my shoulders. But understanding that makes me... It just gives me a better lens into what's driving my motivation here, what is pushing me in this direction, and when things get tough or when I face obstacles, because change isn't easy, right? We, we said that. When I face obstacles, just going back to this thought, this belief, this driving force is going to help me on so many levels, and I love understanding myself. I love understanding my motivations, so just having these um, inquisitive chats with myself are so powerful, and I really want you to get into the same habit. Do the seven whys. Ask yourself why you are worried about something, why you want something. Dig into those thoughts and really, you know, peel that onion and get into those subconscious thoughts. It is so powerful. So that's what I would refer back to if I was, you know, having a hard time, if I was not enjoying doing all the research or, you know, trying to find safer products or something like that. So um, oftentimes it's a lot deeper than we think. And um, usually, you know, things aren't so surface level. And so, okay, so we, we talked about like identifying your why. And then we talked about like, okay, maybe there's something deeper going on there. Use the seven whys, right? The last part of this, kind of step number three, is I think really understanding that your why might change over time. So as your family grows. As your situation grows, your why might evolve, but also as you evolve in this process, you're going to become more confident in your choices. You're going to become more well-researched. You're going to know so much more tomorrow and next year than you do today or than you did two years ago. So your why is going to change and it's going to evolve. So don't ever let go of stopping and asking yourself, what is my why? What is my motivation? What is my, you know, reason for doing this? Because you're on a journey, you're making meaningful life changes, and that is all part of the evolution, right? Because remember, we're doing things that not everyone is doing. You're ahead of the curve. And so one, you're a leader. Two, you have all of this great insight um, that not everyone else has. So it's really, really great that you are taking these steps. You are on this journey. And so again, you know, pat yourself on the back. Um, I think that you're doing great. I think you've got this. And I believe in you. Let's summarize what we talked about today. You know, we, we covered how like it's easy to live a mainstream life, right? But making meaningful changes and going against the grain isn't always going to be easy. We also talked about how you can set yourself up for success, and this is the first of my three mindset tips for you. So the first tip is to identify your why, okay? Ask yourself why you want to live a healthy lifestyle and why you want this for yourself and your family. What is driving you? What is motivating you? Then I want you to dig deep into those reasons. Ask yourself why repeatedly until you get to a really meaningful root cause or reason, And then refer back to this when you get challenged by loved ones, when it gets hard, when you just kind of feel like going back to, you know, mainstream living, hold on to that why. And then also understand that your why may change over time. And that's okay because your, um, your life and your motherhood journey and your clean living journey, you will evolve in these, in these areas. So it's okay for your why to evolve and you can have different whys at different stages. So your homework for today is to identify that why, dig deep, use the seven whys technique. And then also, I think it would be great to grab a piece of paper and a pen and write some thoughts down or open up the notes app on your phone and just type out some reasons why you're called to self-improvement and clean living. It can be just some thoughts. It can be part of your your efforts to find your why. And I'm going to put some journaling prompts on the show notes page for you and some of them might be relevant to you, some of them might be not, but it's a really good place to start thinking about what your ideal self looks like, what your ideal motherhood experience looks like, what kind of like an ideal day looks like for you so that you can help really understand what you're working toward and create a vision for your clean living and motherhood journey and the the, the woman that you want to be. And I think it's just amazing to do this because so often when we put pen to paper, we're able to come up with thoughts and ideas that we might not even realize are there. So between this and the seven why's finding your why, I think you are in a great place for this week. So go ahead and do that. um, And I will catch you in the next episode. If you know another mom who can benefit from today's episode, please help me share this episode with her. And if you want to keep up with more credible tips, hit the subscribe button so you don't miss out on any of the good information. To become part of our community, go to gentlenursery.com slash podcast for more information. I will see you on the next episode, Mama. You are amazing.